Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. Chip, it was great to have you on that last segment. 23 years at Lake Road Baptist now. Yep, almost. Rick, did you want to ask him about anything specific? I know him a lot better. Of course, you've just met him. Uh, so, Chip, if, if you if you were to kind of sum up what you think, maybe either your in terms of your entire life, your entire journey with the Lord, or whatever maybe this, this, the Lord has for you in this season, what do you think is the, uh, what would you like to give to some you know group of of believers who are listening to the show? Just trust the guidance of God. He knows how to minister to each particular person in a way like Moses is burning bush. God knew Moses would be attracted to that bush. And so he, he, he got his attention with that bush and spoke to him through that bush. And, and like when he did the children of Israel, God leads moment by moment in life. You can't plan your life out. You just simply be obedient now. And he leads you to where he wants you to next. And that's like the cloud by day and the fire by night mm-hmm. when he was leading the people of God. In fact, I was single, Brett knew me. Of course, I was single since I was 34, talking about the guidance of God. My wife was going to another church and just felt like she was needing to move to a, a different church to worship for uh, for various reasons. And so uh, she st- I, I met my wife at the church I pastored. And so she came and, and and kept coming and then joined. And I took her out the day she joined. She thought I did that with all the members. And that when they joined, I took them out for a meal. <laughs> <laughs> she thought well, she was getting what every other member got. And you right. thought you yeah, were getting yeah, yeah, You thought you were on a date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to spend time with her. She thought it's just, he just must do this with every person and all that. And it wasn't long after that we started dating. And look, I just take. Uh, you don't always know what God is up to in your life. In fact, you rarely know what God is up to in your life. But that's in okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the moment, mm-hmm. yes. You're, you just simply do what you know to do, and then God, in His own time, His own way, life is made up a bunch of a bunch of individual moments, and He leads and and He will place you where He wants you. And you got to trust that. Now you may think to yourself, "Well, you're low right now." But let me tell you, God has a purpose in you being low right now. He's going to work it out to some purpose in your life and to his glory. He is in absolute sovereign control of every breath and every detail. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned as I've been walking with God. I've learned kind of like that uh, Notre Dame uh, priest said, you know, in the movie Rudy. He knows two things about life, that there is a God and that he's not him. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, you know, it's something, I, it's not original to me, of course, but I, I've told our people off and on, none of us are on plan A of our, for what we wanted or planned for our lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. And you know, when you say that, it's funny because you have, you have to answer that from two perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. None of us are on our plan A, right? but all of us mm-hmm. are on his plan A. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, a lady, a lady said to me recently, she said, Life hadn't turned out the way she expected. I said, no one's does. Right. I mean, I said it just even without thinking immediately. I said, no one's does. This is, uh, <laughs> this is our faith. This is why we live by faith. God makes the calls, and we just have to, to live in obedience and trust him with that. Mm-hmm. And what is for us curveballs and surprises are, is not for God. <laughs> They're softballs. No, right. In fact, oftentimes he's the one throwing it. <laughs> exactly. He's throwing the pitch. <laughs> 
he's hitting me in the head a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, why are you beaning me? Right. <laughs> it hurts, Lord. Right. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and you know, I think in heaven, that's what we'll be able to do at the moment. And I've suffered, you have, everybody has in some way. And you, it's just in, inevitable in life. But um, you can suffer through something knowing God is in charge and there's something that will be brought out through this. Or you can suffer with anger towards God and get nowhere, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing is, is that just as we're laughing now, knowing that all of us have had our heart broken, there will be a time when we get to heaven that we may be able to laugh over everything that's happened in life because we'll see how it worked out to God's glorious purpose. When was the first time your heart was broken? Broken? Yeah. I'd probably say at about 12, when I rededicated my life to the Lord, I was just broken and wept mm. and recommitted to the Lord. Of course, your heart's still sensitive and tender at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to live more for God than I was. Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, close to it, I would say my mom and dad divorcing. Mm-hmm. Crushed, crushed my perspective on life. Sure. How old were you when that happened, Chip? I was 12 when they split up. Okay. So uh-huh. and, uh, Well, I can remember mama saying something to me about it, and I kind of barely punched the wall, you know, and she said, no, no, you can't do that. Don't be acting like that. And I remember thinking even, looking back on it, I said, I ain't ever right to act like that. My whole life was going to be changed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, even as I've gotten older, I still go back to that thinking, you know, sometimes I don't let my emotions out because I feel like, you know, there's this voice in my mind saying, no, you can't do like that. But God doesn't mind. Lamentations, it means crying out loud. And so uh, you have a right. I've had my heart broken, of course, to a number of bereavements. Right. You know, I mean, as a man said, I saw this on a, a, a video. He said that life is a ceremony of losses. In many respects, that's true. Your heart breaks as you go through life. Mm-hmm. My heart has been broken more than I can count over um, my struggles in growing in the Lord, mm-hmm. besetting sins and falling on my face, grieving, longing for God to come back and bring us to glory where there will be no more battles with the world, the flesh, and the devil. Mm-hmm. And uh, just longing for a time of perfect faithfulness where you, you know, to degree, you know, start each day in glory, uh, mm-hmm. being faithful and then finishing each day being faithful. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would say sin has broken my heart more than anything. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I think, and, um, I think that's the mark of a believer too to to grieve over sin and it mm-hmm. in, in in addition to the things that we would all grieve over uh for example the separation of parents and um I think that's something that's so relevant to so many people that I oftentimes forget because my parents were married for 50 just shy of 52 years when my mom passed um so uh, there's a lot of people out there though that have been through what you've been through and walked through that as a child and your earth you, I mean, in many ways, that was like life-shattering, I think, is the way you kind of described it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was life-shattering. My whole If I go back in time, Brett, the last carefree period of time I probably had in my life was, well, union, I think, kind of. But, uh, but when I was 12 years old, you know, life until that time was uh, pretty nostalgic mm-hmm. and uh, sentimental and sweet. And, uh, but from that time on, it was just a different life. And the Lord, But, you know, the Lord shows me one thing through that. And I, you know, I love my mom and dad, of course, and they're older now. Both of them serve the Lord, and I praise God for that. And but yeah. um, one of the things that comes to mind is is that hey, you know, they were human beings; they made mistakes just like I do. Right. So I, I mean, I'm compassionate towards that. But the other thing is, is God shows me that Chip, your mom and daddy loved you, mm. 
but they couldn't help but fail you. But I will never fail you. Right. And the Lord gently reminds me of that, you know, that no matter what, I don't have to worry about him failing me. He will, he will bring everything to some blessing for me into his glory. Mm -hmm. Yes. We will let each other down. People will let you down. Jesus will never let you down. Fix our eyes Mm -hmm. on Jesus. That's why I do like Steve Brown. He says, don't read any books, but live in people. They can still disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. Or, or don't have any heroes that are still living. They can but, disappoint you. Always find someone from the past. <laughs> right. Find someone who's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sad, sadly, I think of the recent case of a famous evangelist apologist here in the United States where it was after yeah. he, not long after he died, but oh, yeah. it really came out. Um, but at least it did come out and there was reality um, and all that. But uh, I don't want to end on a bad note. Uh, so what, what's been one of the greatest joys of your life, Chip? Well, obviously my relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. is my joy. Um, he's my life. Amen. And then of course my relationship with my wife, I mean, God brought me a wife and, and, uh, how old were you if, when if you guys married Chip? 34. Yeah. And if you're, um, listeners could see how ugly I am, they would appreciate that <laughs> gift more, more, <laughs> It was just by the supernatural provision from the Lord that this actually. <laughs> hey, one of the one of my friends uh, in seminary, I mean, in college, one time said, "Lord, send him a wife and make her deaf and blind." <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife is neither deaf nor blind, but she does have a tendency to uh, to overlook my many flaws, uh-huh. and so, but. Uh, I tell you what, one of the great joys in my life, and the Lord knows this is right from the heart, I love his word. And the more I read it, the more I fall in love with God and his word. Amen. And he, it just, um, I, I can't even express to you how um, how precious God's word is mm-hmm. to me. Dostoevsky, you know, when he went to prison, he was only given a New Testament for eight years. And um, he just fell in love with Jesus. And he fell in love with, now, I mean, some of his views are going to be obviously different than ours, but mm-hmm. but he uh, just stressed what how wonderful God's word is. He even has a passage in, and the brothers Karamazov about uh, how a minister ought to just, even if it's just an hour a week, and share the word of God to the parts of the peasants and how they will understand it and absorb it and what life-changing differences it makes. So I just, uh, I still remember that. I even have it in the fly leaf of my Bible and about the importance of God's word. So that, that you know, I'll give you uh, an example of that. Fall of 93, I was reading about the life of uh, David Brainerd and the life of Oswald Chambers. And then I thought to myself, I said, you know, I want to be more committed to God. And so two things uh, started happening in my life right then. I had an incredible hunger for the Word of God. It just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, to not just study it, but to absorb it. And then the second thing is, is I had an incredible battle with sin. Mm, yeah. <laughs> or what I mean, should mean by that is more of a sensitivity to it. Uh, yes, a, 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 an awareness that you know this is going to be a battle for the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. and so I just think that's interesting. That I think that God works uh, in the life of the believer, making him more sensitive to sin, but also giving him an incredible hunger for the Word of God. And the Holy Spirit will remind you that you've uh, well show you where you've gone wrong, but then He will also immediately comfort you upon your uh, coming back to him and, and show you uh, the, the cross. I mean, he's always going to point to the cross. And, and so the love of God, uh, the love of his word, 
I mean, it, uh, it's just been a hunger that I've had by God's word ever since, uh, uh, fall of 93, spring or starting in 94. So that's what I say. The word of God is living and it's just precious and, and it ministers to every area of your life. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.